0: and leave your child on home. Thank you for tuning into the Rev podcast. Today we will be listening to Minister Adrian's Resurrection Day sermon. Amen. <laughs> Honestly, Church, with Bishop Mike asked me to stand before the church this Sunday, I was caught off guard. (laughs) I was seriously caught off guard. I thank you. Thank the Lord. But we are here today for a celebration. Amen. To bring about the light. And all week long we was talking about The impact of the glory of God, amen? And how the glory of God, when it comes upon us, that no man can stand. It will break a man down and make a man see himself that he is in need of a savior, amen? And we're gonna talk about today the greatest impact, I believe, was the resurrection of Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. But before I begin, let me pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this time, Lord God, to stand before your people, to expound on your wonderful word, which is all about our Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I ask Father God As I decrease, I only ask that you would increase in me and give me what to say unto your people. And Lord God, as you pour into me what your people need, Lord God, I pray that it be spoken with clarity, with understanding, with power and conviction, Lord God. And I pray this prayer unto you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Church, I'm going to read chapter 1 of Romans, verses 1 through 6. I gave Josh one verse. (laughs) But the man of God took it down to six verses, which when I read, seven verses, which I read, it makes a lot of sense. Amen. So Josh knows what he's doing. (laughs) Praise God. And it reads, church, Paul A servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated unto the gospel of God which he had promised afore by his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son Christ our Lord which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh all and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to faith among all nations for his name among whom are ye also the called of jesus christ to all that in rome beloved of god called to be saints Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And for today's subject, I want to instruct the word resurrection. All right. Amen? Yeah. This word in the Greek means anastasis. And anastasis is saying in the English language, to be restored to life. Yeah. Or a rising. And what I like, it means to stand. The Bible says, in all that we do, stand. Amen. If we believe in Jesus Christ, we shall stand. Amen. Listen, the resurrection clearly declared that Christ Jesus was deity. He was all man, but yet all God. This is a hypostatic union that only a believer can understand it. Those without Christ or those that has not accepted Christ in their life, they wouldn't understand God in the flesh. Uh Uh They wouldn't understand how God can, a man can be all God. This man, Christ Jesus. Listen, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7, it says, Then said the Lord, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to thy will, to do thy will of God. Yeah. This whole book, uh-huh. when we read it, yeah. it's all about Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And we can easily miss it. Yeah. That's right. But when we read it carefully uh-huh. and understand who Christ is, it's all about the king. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. Christ says to Martha, the sister of Lazarus, When Lazarus died She comes to him And says if you would have came My brother wouldn't have died But I know I'm going to see my brother again I know in the last day you're going to resurrect him Mm -hmm. But Jesus Says unto her I am the resurrection And the life He who believes in me Though he may die, he shall what? Live. Amen. And so the question is at hand on the floor today, why did Christ have to die on the cross of Calvary? It is clear, saints. In Romans 3.10 it says, as it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. Elmi. I, I don't care how much good you do on the earth. How you can feed the homeless. You can give to the charities. You can support the missionaries. You can love thy neighbor. But that doesn't get you into glory. Amen. Christ had to die. Because he says. For all have sinned. And fall short, come short of the glory of God. There is a high standard, and that standard is God, and we all fall short of that glory. Amen? We can't stand up to, to that glory, not at all, not able to stand without Jesus Christ. Amen? Psalms 14 and 1 through 3, and it reads, Let me slow down here. The Bible says, listen what it says about man. They are all gone aside. They all together become filthy. There is, no one, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. All the workers of iniquity, no knowledge, who eat up the people as they eat bread and call upon the Lord. Amen? I'm sorry, forgive me. Let me go back to the top. Psalms 14, one two, 3. The fool said in his heart, there is no God. They all corrupt. They have done abominable wicked. There is none that doeth good. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if they were any that did understand and seek God. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good, not one. Not one. This is why we are in need of a savior, Amen. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death. There was a debt that we accumulated. There's a debt that we that we deserve to be on the cross. We desire that we we. Was appointed to death because of our sins. Born in the sins, shaped in iniquity. Amen. We, des- we deserve to die that sinner's death. Christ took upon our, the world's sins and he nailed them to the cross. All the wickedness that we do on the earth, he took upon himself. Amen. Church, we are in need in dire need the world is in dire need of a savior and we come we in this darkness and Christ understands we need to understand that Christ is the only way that pays our debt for the wages of our sins but it just doesn't lie right there Through Christ, He defeats death. There is a victory that comes through His death. Amen. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fifty-five says, "O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory?" Death couldn't hold God down. Amen. Death couldn't keep Him down. He was able to rise up out that grave. All power and glory. Revelation. I believe it's 118. Let me turn there for you. So. I, don't it wrong. I am he that liveth. And was dead. And behold I am alive. Forevermore. Amen. And shall have. I have the keys. Of hell and death. Death has no more dominion over us, has no more power over us. Satan cannot threaten us with death anymore because of my faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. Death cannot hold us down. He he can't threaten us with the kingdom no more. Death has to get permission from God to take anybody's life. To do anything upon the earth. So, O grave, where is thy victory? Resurrection power. Now Christ has risen. He has taken our sins. And he has borne our sins. And he has taken them to the cross of Calvary. All our sins, the world's sins, sins is, the sins of, that we have committed is not pretty. Sin is grotesque, it's ugly. God doesn't wink at sin, it stinks in the nostrils of God. He, he, he can't look upon it. That's why Christ said, Oh God, oh God, why has thou forsaken me? He's you so know, separated from the Father. It was a physical and spiritual separation. But Christ was willing and obedient up to the cross. Our sins that God decided to put them to himself, he said he was a man that knew no sin, yet became sin. For us, this is the total, absolute, greatest forgiveness that was ever executed upon the earth. Man can't save you. Buddha, Muhammad, Allah, whoever cannot save you, those men are dead. Still in the grave. But Jesus, whom we crucified, whom we put on the cross, the king in the ground, death is silent. You ever notice in the Bible how when it comes to his death, it was quiet. God hidden from the earth for a moment. Our God in the ground. Because of our sins. Our adultery. Our fornication. Our weed smoking. Our drinking. Our curse words. Dishonoring our parents. Mother and fathers. Walking in old disobedience. We did that to our God. And we continue to do it. God almighty the rock inside of a rock covered by a rock in the tomb and some of us are still in tombs live in any kind of way Live in any kind of way. Uh And don't have a care for for God in their lives. The creation, your creator. So we need this impact of this resurrection. This impact broke sin. It broke it in half. It brought sin down to his knees. That we don't have to live in sin no more. He said I, he would keep us if we desire to be kept. There was a fight on a great fight last night. <laughs> I like sports. <laughs> Earl Spencer gives you guys, if you don't mind. My secular friends was out there partying and having fun. But I said, I can't do it. Watch out, man. I don't want to be around the, the alcohol, the marijuana, ahead, that's fine. Even though watching a fight is innocent. Yeah. But it was the company man. that I wanted to shy away from. Go ahead. Go, ahead. Go ahead. So I had the internet on my own television. I streamed the fight myself and had a good time watching a fight by myself. Holy and clean. Watch out. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, God would provide a way of escape if you desire it. But sin ain't pretty, folks. I don't got time to be coming here and repenting for something that I had control over. Mm. Standing before you, partying last night, and coming in here trying to preach a word to you about resurrection. It wouldn't make sense. I strive day by day, and I strive day by day, as you should, to die to thyself every day. Resurrection power. Being born again. Allowing God to work a miraculous thing in your life. If he could take a sinner like me, who loved the party. Smoke his marijuana, drink his drink his weed, I mean, drink, his mar- drink his alcohol, excuse me, and drive fast cars. Those are things that I love to do when I was out there. Can I be transparent? Are we family? I love to party. Used to. But God, Uh in 2009, stepped into my life. Uh Someone shared the gospel with me. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 70 through 31, about renewing the spirit of your mind. Thinking different. There was a seed that was planted. And what a glorious thing God did. Changed my life forever. Amen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never look back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. See, the Bible says, old oh, common taste to see that I am good. Yeah. Your sins is nasty. Yeah. Waking up with them hangovers. Yeah. Your gums are turning black from marijuana and all the smoking. Yeah. Out there fornicating. I can catch any kind of disease. Sleeping with this and that and doing all kind of nasty, vile things to your body. You youngsters, I know how it is, I've been there. You young men, strive for better. If you with a woman, and this is who you want to be with, marry that woman. Don't be living with her without being married. The Bible calls that chambering. You young women, stop chasing these men. The Bible says he that finds the wife finds a good thing. You don't have to look for him. Get yourself in the word, in the church, around the other women, and become strong in Christ. Stop disrespecting your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says, do not despise your mother when she is old age. Man, out, For it will what? Add years to your life. You want to live on your own life? Look at your mother and, mother and honor her. This is all about the resurrection, church the impact of the glory of the power of God when it comes into your life. Amen? So here we are. Oh grave where is thy victory? i tell you where it's at. It's in the hands of Jesus Christ. He says I got the keys of death and hell. Man' greatest fear is he could not defeat death. Man can't defeat. They are trying to this day to come up with some scientific thing to resurrect the dead, but can't do it. Amen. God uniquely designed us to worship him. One out of 64 billion, well, let me say it like this. You are so uniquely designed that all of us in here has a different fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Imagine all the people that covers the earth. and we have a different fingerprint from one to another. One out of 64 billion will have the matching. That means it won't match, ever. That's how uniquely you are designed. That's how uniquely I am designed. That's how much God loves you that he put, gave you a different fingerprint than anybody else. He loved you so much that he took upon your sins and it was imputed unto him. That you might have life and life more abundantly. He gave you a fresh new life. By your faith in what he did at Calvary's cross. Your sins have put Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. And because of that, he was buried. And, but on that third day, that third day, that third day, that resurrection power. It was so powerful, church. Only the bad book of Matthew uh, uh, shows this the veil was ripped in half from top to bottom. There was a massive earthquake that shook the earth. Listen, the graves opened up at his resurrection and came out the grave and walked down into the street to show themselves. I'm talking about an impact that shook the earth, an impact that tore the veil and have that we have an opportunity to go into the holies of holies to commune with Jesus Christ. You ought to be grateful for Jesus. This is not a revolving door. We don't sin and continue with sin. We have to proclaim in our own lives. I'm going to stop today. It's final. There is no more need for Jesus Christ to die. He already done it. it's finished. You can't do anything else for salvation. There's nothing left for you to do. But to walk in it. Resurrection power brings back life unto a sinner. Resurrection power renews the spirit of your mind. Mm. Resurrection power makes the lame to walk straight. Resurrection power corrects your heart. Resurrection power makes you want to love thy neighbor as your own. Resurrection power, church. Like I said, it's the greatest impact that man can ever know. Amen? I went all off topic. Man. <laughs> I didn't even follow my notes, forgive me. <laughs> But God is good, amen? God is risen, amen? The Lord is risen. He is not in the grave, amen? This resurrection power is able to to clean up your life and your relationships. He resurrected himself because he wanted to bring you back unto the Father. He wanted to reconcile you back unto the Father. Now Father God is so happy when he looks down on us. He's pleased at the work of his son. Amen. Now we have work to do. Not working for salvation. We can't work for our salvation. But we can have faith in Jesus Christ. And what he did on Calvary's cross. So in closing remarks, I'd like to leave you with this poem, church. He is risen. After darkness has its say. On the third day, the tombstone rolled away. And Jesus walked and talked and touched and ate. In awe, witness testified, death is not his fate. He is risen, church. The once scared, fleeing disciple crew turned around realizing that the prophecies were true. With the faith immensely greater than their fear, they sacrificed it all to make God's good news clear. He is risen. Jesus bore the world's sin upon the cross. Sacrificing himself so no one would be lost. His work was sufficient. But a response is required. By grace we are saved when our belief transpires. He is risen. Faith sends an invite to start anew. Give Christ your burdens and notions untrue accept his forgiveness and salvation at the end. Love the transformation the Holy Spirit extends. He is risen indeed when Jesus rose a new creation began. For all who believe and trust in God's plan through his power or our darkness is rolled away. Jesus is the light his rose his resurrection proclaims. Yeah. Pray for my strength in the Lord. Thank you.